<sighs> Welcome back, guys, to the Full Privilege Sports Show. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. Oh, man. You know, I'm just sitting here, you know, and, uh... Man, we don't have enough things to talk about. Man, we don't. We don't have enough to talk about. There's only four things. It's just four. It's just four things. Like, I, I, I'm dreading making this one because I just, I know it's going to be really, really short. And I'm really just, I, I, I don't want to make this video to be honest with you i really really don't i just i'm sick and tired of there not being enough stuff you know if i wait another day because there's a big risk there's always a risk with doing that you know there's a risk of Just the fact that there might not be anything else the next day if I wait again. Like, there might just be the same amount of things the next day. Um, I mean, there sure as hell can't be any less than what there already is. But, I mean, you know, if I wait another day, what would, you know, and I still have just four things. You know, what would be the point of waiting then? So, and taking that risk. And then just the risk of also you know, not uploading after the two days like usual, and so I just decided to make it. I really, really wish there was more. I sincerely apologize if this is anything less of entertaining. I wouldn't blame you if it's not because of how short it's going to be. And, uh, yeah. So, I guess let's just get into it. And, um, yeah, let's just... in today's episode but of uh, the first thing here is now this is this could determine his future in the NFL really I, I honestly I kind of don't know why he's doing this I mean you're in the NFL you're a rookie you know you're brand new in the league you you finally can say that you made it and then you pull this kind of shit I, I don't get it but anyway Rick, uh, Cardinal rookie Zayvon Collins has been arrested for reckless driving in Arizona. Like, you made it. Like, you can officially say that you made it now that you're drafted. And now you do stuff like this. Like, I, I just don't get it. Why? But a rookie linebacker against Zayvon Collins arrested Sunday for excessive speed and reckless driving. And the Scottsdale Police Department has confirmed about it, has confirmed it. He's 22. Zayvon Collins, 22, observed around 10.04 a.m. going 76 miles per hour in a 35, in a 35 zone uh, in Scottsdale. Collins was booked and later released. Signed his four-year rookie deal with Arizona June 8th. Is expected to start right away for the Cardinals. Saying, quote, it's a lot of pressure and I love it. It's a good thing. It means people expect a lot out of you. Being a high draft pick, people expect that. 
it comes with it. You can't be a high draft pick and then not do anything. It's something I really look forward to, and if I mess up, I mess up, end quote. And so, yeah, I mean, he's got the right idea, essentially. I, I you, you, you picture what they want to see, but then it's a whole different thing to actually be able to go out there and actually, like, do it. And so, yeah, I mean, if you mess up, you mess up. Like, it's, you know, there's, like, a perfect balance of it, too. Like, yeah, you're going to have time for, like, you mess up, but then that's going to equal out because then you're going to do things that are good. And obviously, they're not going to expect you to be no freaking Chandler Jones type of player year one. They're not going to do that, and they're not going to expect that. If you do it, great, but, you know, they're not going to expect that. And it's not that they don't think you can do it. It's just that they're not going to expect it out of you. You know, they're not going to, like, oh, like, they're not going to pressure you to do it week after week. You know, that consistently and that good. So, it's, um, you know, it's really tough to say because the, the, the expectation for rookies coming out of college nowadays is so much higher than I feel like it ever used to be. Like, I feel like the pressure to be great right off the bat is a lot higher than it, you know, than it should be. Um, I guess I don't really know where I'm going with that. I, I guess I just mean, like, I just feel like the pressure, like, basically I just feel like the pressure to be great in the league right away is a lot higher nowadays in football than it ever used to be. Like, I feel like, before you could just mess up and it'd be like, oh, okay, well, he's a rookie. Like, I feel like now it's like, oh, like, you're expected to be this great player year one. Otherwise, you're completely dog shit and you aren't then expected to do anything else in the league because you messed up. You had a bad year one. Yeah, it's not a good look on you, but. You just get like essentially get like counted out right away, and it's like I just feel like there's a lot more pressure on rookies nowadays. Let me know if I'm wrong. I, that's just what I personally feel. But uh, yeah, so I don't know how this is going to affect Zayvon Collins. I really don't. Uh, it's not a very good look on him. I'll tell you that. Being a rookie, too, like this is the year to prove everything about yourself, and this already isn't. You know, this is something huge. This isn't a good look. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know what he was thinking. I have no idea. But I'll let you guys know if there's any other updates on like a different on like a another upload or something. I'll let you guys know. Next thing here though is I also heard about this one as well. Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark was arrested in Los Angeles for illegal possession of a concealed firearm in his vehicle. So I actually kind of read up on this when it happened. Uh, not, like, right away, but, like, when I first heard about it. I think I heard about it yesterday. I was reading up on it, and it says that he was arrested and charged with a felony for a possession of a concealed firearm in the Los Angeles Police Department has confirmed that on Monday. Taken into custody around 9.20 p.m., being pulled over near Grand Avenue. Okay, well, for vehicle code violation, the routine traffic stop took a turn after... Yes, it was just a routine traffic stop, just a regular traffic stop, uh, just a basic one. And then I guess the cop ended up seeing, I think he said an Uzi 
hanging out of a bag or something in his vehicle, like the little, like, I think it's like the little, I mean, I don't really know what you call it. I'm not a gun expert, but like, was it like the little stand or like the little like back end piece essentially was like sticking out and he could see it. And I guess he probably asked him to like pull it out or something and it was a gun. So, but yeah, so they're going to actually talk about it here. So a vehicle code violation, routine traffic stop took a turn after the officers noticed an Uzi sticking out of a bag inside Clark's vehicle, leading to his then leading then to his arrest, withheld in uh, police custody till nine two thirty p.m. Monday when he was released after posting the three thirty five thousand dollar bond. Two time Pro Bowl and Super Bowl champion of Kansas City twenty twenty scheduled to appear in court on October eighteenth. So I don't know if this is going to play it all into him possibly being released. Uh, normally teams do not want to be, no matter what player it is, does, does not want to be surrounded with this type of thing. Who knows what he could have been planning on doing. Uh, it's scary to really think about. It really is. And uh, I, I hope it wasn't going to lead to anything bad. I, I hope that it was just maybe him. I honestly don't know what he could have been doing. I, you know, I, I don't know. There is nothing logical to say about that. I, I don't know what he could have been doing. But again, as the first one, as the, just as like the first thing, I'll let you guys know if there's any updates uh, to any of these situations. I'll let you guys know. And then the next thing here is Eli Manning. He is now back with the Giants, but he's in with business operations. He will be leading in fan engagement roles as well as having his number retired, actually. So that is pretty incredible. Yes, the in the on the website, the the in website video is of that damn David Tyree Super Bowl catch. Oh, I hate looking at that. I paused that as soon as I looked at it. Excuse me. But yeah, so Eli Manning, though, back with the Giants organization in an official capacity in a organ in a organization-type role. Uh, they have announced that Eli Manning will be in business operations and f- fan engagement roles. And this is what CEO John Mora had to say in a statement, saying, quote, for 16 seasons, Eli represented and defined what it meant to be a giant, and we are excited for him to join the business side of our front office. Eli is one of the most beloved players in Giants history. We had a mutual interest in him returning to the organization, and we're thrilled to welcome him back. We're we are proud Eli was our quarterback for so many years and now look forward to his next chapter as a giant. Eli is the ultimate team player and will be a huge addition to the organization as we continue to elevate and strengthen our business operation. End quote. So in addition to that being his front office role, the Giants also announced it would retire his number 10 jersey and induct him into the Giants ring of honor on September 26th against the Atlanta Falcons at MetLife Stadium. And this is what Eli Manning had to say now. Quote, it's a great honor and just an unbelievable feeling. I don't know what the emotions will be that day. I know they'll be high, though, to have that feeling and that final goodbye, a true goodbye to the fans. And to thank them for supporting me during my 16 seasons here. 
It's going to be special. I think it's an opportunity for me to thank everybody here, teammates, coaches, and the organization for believing in me, for bringing me to New York, and for giving me a chance of success. It'll be an awesome day to be here and a great celebration, end quote. One thing I did quickly want to say, too, is they most likely wanted to do this last season, but obviously with the whole, like, it was basically the middle of the pandemic when this was going on, so... Uh, I'm sure that they wanted to. I'm sure that it was some definitely a thought before COVID changed everything. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just it was a little random thought that popped in my head. Like, what if they wanted to do this, you know, last season, and but they weren't obviously able to because, you know, it was a season where they wanted to do. You know, they wanted to make it as normal as possible, but then at the same time, it's like they also didn't want to do certain things because, you know, certain things like a normal season would have because otherwise it would make more, you know, it would make more like people having to be near each other than it needed to. Like, basically, like, it was one of those things where It was one of those types of seasons where, like, they wanted to do everything that they normally do in a normal season. But at the same time, because of COVID, they also didn't want to do certain things if they could get away with not doing them. Like, if they didn't have to do it, if they, if they could get away with not doing it, they wouldn't do it just because they didn't want to make an extra thing where it's a potential for, you know, they didn't want to make it where it's an extra where it was added potential for people to get COVID when it was a situation that could easily be avoided. So it was one of those types of seasons, basically. But, uh, yeah, so there is that. And then there really is nothing else on here, actually. I don't think. No, it's it. This is a picture that Eli posted of him signing his contract for the front office. And then the final thing here, this is a little bit more on the serious side. Uh, I, I guess most of this has been on the serious side. Raiders, and I'm sure most of you guys heard about this, Raiders defensive uh, defensive lineman, I think. Yeah, defensive lineman Carl Nassib has become the first active NFL player to come out as gay. So I'm sure you guys have heard about this already. But uh, so... Carnacy made history, first active NFL player to come out as gay. Raiders defensive lineman, league return, league veteran of five years, made the announcement on Monday via Instagram saying, quote, what's up, people? At my, I'm at my house in Westchester, Pennsylvania. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but finally feel comfortable getting it off my chest. I really have the best life, the best family, friends, and a job could ask for. I'm pretty private. I'm a pretty private person. So I hope you guys know that I'm not doing this for attention. I just think that representation and visibility are so important. I actually hope that one day videos like this and the whole coming up process are not necessary. But until then, I will do my best and my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting and compassionate, and I'm going to start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. 
They're an incredible organization. They're the number one suicide prevention service for the LGBTQ plus youth in America, end quote. And then Roger Goodell ended up following up on his statement in support of Carl Nassib and his coming out by saying, quote, the NFL family is proud of Carl for courageously sharing his truth today. Representation matters. We share his hope that someday soon statements like like this will no longer be newsworthy as we march toward full equality for the LGBTQ plus community. We wish Carl the best of luck this coming season. End quote. And on a serious note, I know that what they all mean, but what does the, I don't know what the Q stands for. Like if anyone can help me out with that, I really would appreciate it. Cause I actually don't know what that is. I don't know what all the other ones are. I just didn't know what the uh, what the Q stood for. Just just honestly asking. Uh, so, uh, again, on the serious side of everything, I seriously don't know what that one is. So if anyone can let me know what that is, I would appreciate it because it's, it's starting to bug me every time I look at it. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm trying to think of what that Q could mean, and I, I don't know what that one stands for. So, But anyway... Yeah, so this is also the Pride Month, and Nasib has made a full, obviously a, he made, he made, he did good by showing us what the month truly stands for, like it's, it's supposed to be for people to be able to come out if they want to. Uh, when they feel comfortable, and that's essentially what these types of things are for. And so Karim Nassib, uh definitely took full advantage of, you know, of what the Pride Month really means. And, uh, yeah, he, he's just it's, – it's good that he did it because it, it, there, there potentially could be more in the league. And uh, he's not just trying to do it for fellow NFL players. It's to – be able to empower, to show that anyone in the world can do it. Essentially, it's basically to help kind of make everyone else feel okay around the world that is going through the same thing that may haven't done it yet because they're scared. Uh, that's essentially what he's trying to do here. And also just to kind of show fellow possible NFL players that may be gay as well that, you know, that they can come out and it's okay because he did. And... um this is what I believe there's another thing that he said as well. I don't know who this is. I think I don't know if this is him as well. Okay, well, this is a big statement. I will uh, think I'll just end up stopping the episode here. But anyway, guys, that'll do it for today's episode of the Full Crippled Sports Show. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's actually 19 minutes long. you have about 20 by the time I'm done with this. But, um, yeah, I really do appreciate your guys' support. Thank you guys so much. Uh, it really is incredible. Again, I always, I know I always say it. And it may not sound like anything, like I mean anything, but I truly do. Uh, every time I see all the plays and stuff and all the views it, you know, all the, it makes it worth making an episode genuinely, like, it just, like, seeing that people actually, like, 
listen and watch is, you know, it's encouraging to want to keep going and it, it's just so, it's such an incredible feeling because it's like, it's like I have to create these episodes, but you guys are the reason why it even like goes anywhere because someone has to be able to watch it and obviously you guys do. So again, just thank you guys so much for the support. Really, it's incredible. And uh, if you guys want to keep showing your support, make sure to go ahead and rate the podcast on both Google and Apple Podcasts, as well as just letting me know on my social media platforms that I drop down below all the time. You guys can let me know if you guys enjoyed the episode or what you guys... Also, let me know what you guys would like to see differently. Uh, If you guys ever, you know, think of anything or anything like that, Go to those social media links and yeah, let me know, you know, by messaging me or whatever. But anyway, guys, again, that's today's episode. Hope you guys have a great day and I'll see you guys next time.